It's your girl, Banks the Boss. You represent I Spit NYC, a lot of money, house entertainment, and the newly owned Hip Hop Retreat Week. And you're tuned in to Encore Radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of. Yeah. I want a hammock for all of that shade that they're throwing. DDMG getting paid at the moment. Need 30 for saving and 20 for blowing. Yo, ping in my phone. That shit burn flame emoji. I don't know what y'all have been seeing. That boy wanted beef, now we vegan. Well, trust me, this pepper in season. I do this for money. You rap for convenience. And niggas was scared of me going to Texas. But I stayed in Vegas and got all my nets in. And UTA blowing my phone up with Texas. Guess me not replying. They sending the message. It's cool. I'm a Lankara of Jules. You niggas belly flop. This ain't the pool. I run that check up like Spice. Folks, good morning, good evening, good night. Whenever you guys listen to this podcast, it's the Encore Radio Show. This is Wise Soul, and you guys, as you guys heard, I'm here with Banks, L Banks, the bossy. Yes. She out here doing her thing. Uh, it's been a, it's been a minute. You've been out here for a minute now. For a while. Um, I, for a while. The, the earliest I saw online was 2011. Yeah, that sound about right. Yeah, that's like five years ago. That's when I used to do the cipher. That's when I used to do the ciphers and such. So. Yeah, that was fresh out of college. Yeah, that's so, not right. Okay, always oh, all right. So college. So where did you where did you go? I went to the art institute. I actually graduated with a fashion degree, which I'm not using right now for <laughs> like, whatever reason. Like most of us, we just all <laughs> just we all went to college, spent all that bread, and decided yeah. decided to do something completely different. Yeah, that's yeah. The, you but, know, I don't I don't I don't understand. Uh, I don't know. Looking back now, so I've been out of college now for six years. Looking back now, I'm just like, damn, like, I could have saved so much money for this in a complete Yeah, life. you could have saved so much money. And on top of that, with the interest, with the loans and such, mm-hmm. you realize that there's a lot of money being wasted out here. Yeah, I'm not saying not to go to school, kids. I'm just saying. <laughs> know what you want to do. Exactly. Take that time and, you know, experience life before you throw yourself into a lifetime commitment, which is really what college is nowadays. It is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It is. So, but fashion, you know, how did how did you find a passion for fashion originally? I like that rhyme there. Passion <laughs> for fashion. Um, I actually know how to draw really well, and mm-hmm. I really like um clothes. So, fashion is not something that I don't want to pursue in the future. It's just, okay. I don't know. I had to go to school. It was either that, be a lawyer, or go to school for business. Mm-hmm, and fashion mm-hmm. seemed more fun to me. Okay. Okay. It seemed more fun to me, and it was. It was fun. It was very fun. But a little, a little. Uh, I think with fashion, people get the misconception of all the glamour and such, but okay. they don't realize that it's actually certain techniques that you have to learn, and it's, it's, it's. You got to learn that. Yeah. You, from everything from drawing to getting it on the mannequin to making patterns, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it's work, and people mm. I don't think understand that. Wow. Okay. All right. So. When you graduated Art Institute, right? Mm-hmm. When you graduated from the Art Institute, you know, what was your next step? Um, Honestly, I thought I was going to um, get a job in the fashion industry. That didn't work because I did a lot of internships for like Fashion Week. Like all the top fashion uh, designers you could think of, I've interned with them. So I thought I was going to get a job. That didn't happen. <laughs> so... um. I think I worked at Saks because uh-huh, uh-huh. for whatever reason, my fashion degree got me working at Saks folding wow. shirts and such. Yeah. So that's what I was doing. And um, I kind of stopped that. I got fired, actually. Mm-hmm. Stopped that and started really going into the whole music thing, really. 
Okay, okay. So was there an underlying passion that you just felt like you hadn't um, touched at that point, or was just music like just like the the natural transition from fashion? Well, for you? well while I was in college, I was still doing music. I was managing younger artists, like okay. kids from what high school so music was always around it's just that juggling college and music just wasn't working Mm -hmm. so it just popped back up after college it just made sense to just go back to it all right all right all right so we so we 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 got a little bit of a little bit of uh structure understanding there right Mm -hmm. so let's go back for a second go to your name al banks the bossy yeah nice long nice long crisp name (laughs) yeah it's a cool name (laughs) where did it come from L Banks the Bossy. Uh, actually, when I was in high school, I had two friends that what we would do to make money is sell like chips okay. and like candy and such. So we would okay. sell that. So we were like a group. And at that time, uh, G Unit was out. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to name ourselves a part of whatever the G Unit people were. So yeah. we had one, her name was Desieo. Mine, since my name started with an L, they was like, oh, it should be Lloyd Banks. I was like, nah, that sound weird. Yeah. L Banks sound good. So it just stuck. Oh, that's dope. Okay. Yeah, okay. it just stuck. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so you were you were a big G Unit fan. I wasn't really a G Unit fan. It was just that they were really hot at the time, and mm. I don't even I don't know. We were kids. I don't even know why we even did that. I don't know. For some reason, we thought that was gonna be cool. But you out of Queens though. Yeah, I am. I'm from Hollis, Queens, actually. Oh, see, okay. So there's a there's a, there's a connection. A little yeah, connection. I can, I can little see connection. it. I can see it. <laughs> okay, so before I, before I go before I go too far, uh, social media L Banks the Bossy on Instagram. That's all one word. Yep. And Facebook. Facebook is L Banks, the bossy, separated mm-hmm. folks. Make sure, and it's the D A. So, yep. You know, Facebook, Instagram, no Twitter. Um, I do have Twitter. I just suck at Twitter. <laughs> I just really suck. Like my team is trying to get me to tweet more because I don't know if you pay attention to my Facebook. So I'll be talking crazy. So they're like, "This will be perfect for Twitter." Are you kidding me? So I just never got into it like that. I've not understand. Twitter is is certainly an acquired taste for a five. Definitely an acquired taste. Like you yeah. have to. You have to care enough. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I, I, the funny thing about Twitter is that, you know, a lot of my a lot of my base or core following is on Twitter. So, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I don't I don't I don't try not to da- throw it away too often, but it's like incredibly draining. And I'm still trying. You know, I don't know. I've been on Twitter now for like six years now. And I'm still trying to find that balance of being online on Twitter and still trying to be like completely active in my real life stuff you know so i take like these i take these large breaks i'll go on twitter for like two hours and i'll be you know living in life Mm -hmm, real mm -hmm. life for like six hours and then come back and tweet for like three or four hours i try to i try to find a balance i'm still working on it though still i i I, I tweeted something i think last week Mm -hmm. i think it was an inspirational quote maybe but i don't know if there's like an app where i could connect everything together that'll be amazing i'll just type on that and I'm good. It goes out to everything you do. Yeah, right, please. Bet, bet, bet. Okay, so now we're so we had 2011. Now was that where you started a lot of money house entertainment? Well, a lot of money house entertainment started while I was in college, actually. Okay, okay. Um, I thought of the concept in college because at that point I already had artists, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. I was um doing interviews for this showcase called faces of the crowd okay i'm I'm familiar you know okay Mm -hmm. so what i would do is get a couple of my college buddies because art institute is pretty much all the arts so there'll be like videography fashion graphic etc etc so Mm -hmm. i took all the video people i was like look this is a showcase because one of my best friends trish nozart was a singer and Mm -hmm. she used to always go and i'm like i i like supporting her but 
I feel like I should be doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me interview people. So mm-hmm. they gave me a spot to interview them. This was when they were in Times Square. Yeah. So um, I wanted to come up with a cool name. My initials is LMH. So mm-hmm. lot of money house. A lot of money house don't even make sense, really. <laughs> but it just went with the initials. So it LMH, flows, GNT. Though. It flows, It, it sounds like it makes sense, it does. right? It does. I tried my best, man. I was being creative. <laughs> I was being creative. <laughs> that works. Okay, so that, so that, so you started with that. And it has truly now expanded into all of these yeah. different um, entities. You yes. Know? Like I spit NYC, which is yeah. what I first stumbled. That's the, that's the first way I stumbled onto you. Yeah. And then uh, now we have Hip Hop Retreat Week. Yes. So let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave. That, I'm gonna leave Hip Hop Retreat Week for right before we go to for, right before we go on our break. So sure. Let's, let's focus on I spit NYC for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. When what like that started in what 2012 or 13? Uh, I spent NYC. I want to say started 2000, maybe 2011, 2012. Okay, okay. 2011, 2012. It's probably like five years now. And what was the concept? What was the original concept behind that? Ciphers. Ciphers. I just uh, I, at this point I dropped all of the artists under a lot of money house entertainment. Mm-hmm. I was just over it. I was just like no. This was not working for me. Yeah. So to find new artists, I kept putting on Facebook, like, I'm looking for artists, I'm looking for artists. But I was just like, all right, you know what? How about I kind of see what they have first and have some kind of cipher? Mm-hmm. So with that, I did I Spam YC. I was begging people to be on the ciphers, and everybody kind of said no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, nobody wanted to be a part. <laughs> it's crazy how it always starts like that. Nobody wanted to be a part. I was like pretty much begging people to be involved, and it was just like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. So that was the beginning of it. I did that on the alleyway of mm-hmm. Art Institute. Mm-hmm. So if you look at any of our first first videos, you'll see us in an alleyway or something like that, and we're recording people ciphering. So that's the whole first concept. That and interviews. Yeah. So we interviewed a lot of celebrities at that time too. Mm-hmm. So that was that original focus. And you know, over the years, it's kind of it's it's been it's turned into a lot of showcases. Yes, now. so a when, lot. So when we when, when would you say was the first showcase? The first showcase um, was this place in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember the name right now. This sucks. I really don't remember the name, but it's probably gonna. It's I probably you know It'll what come to you eventually. Yeah, I, it was uh, this place in Brooklyn, and uh, FM anyway because they stopped me from doing shows anyway. Oh yeah, definitely FM. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they heard about the I spend YC ciphers, and the owner of that uh, mm-hmm. club hit me up and was like, "Yo, I'm the owner of so and so. Would you like to do shows?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'll do shows." So I did. A, uh, I started doing competition shows. That was mm-hmm. how I first first started. Mm-hmm. It did well. Then it started to dwindle, of course, and they said, "Oh, we don't want you, we don't want you here anymore." And mm-hmm. that was the yeah. beginning and end, but yeah. a rebirth of Ice Spend YC. Okay, but all right, so this rebirth now. What was the the what was the oh, the focus of the rebirth? Like, how did you tweak it to be more, I guess, uh, consumable for everybody else? Um, honestly. When I first started doing shows, I didn't know there was really a formula to bring people in. I would just do shows thinking people would come. Okay. I didn't think that you would have, I had to tell artists they had to sell tickets or whatever. Mm -hmm. That wasn't my thing. So I had to go back, restructure it. And people who've been paying attention to what I've been doing, they're like, yo, Banks, that's not how it's done. Cause the first couple of shows I've done it 
and people came out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. why am I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, they're just gonna come and f with me, but people don't come to the same things over and over, over and over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had to try to get them different um, audiences, and the way to do that is to have different artists, you know, sell their tickets or promo, whatever the situation is. So that was the rebirth, make it more structured, like a real showcase. Mm, okay. All right, so we're in 2016 now. Sure. I spit, N- I spit NYC is a staple yeah. in the New York City underground scene right now. Crazy, right? right? Did you think you would even get here when you started it? Um, I'm not going to lie and say I don't put certain goals for myself, but, you know, I didn't think it was going to pick up that quickly. Mm-hmm. No. I didn't think it was going to pick up that quickly, but I did have a vision for it. And I'm very uh, big on, you know, vision boards and doing certain things and, you know, really focusing on what you want. I just didn't think it was going to pick up that quickly. It just went from doing the ciphers, begging people to do ciphers. to a blink of an eye. My emails is ridiculous. We have about 14,000 followers on Instagram right now. It's, it's a, it's intense. Now we have, a lot of people in the industry who know who we are. And it's yeah, kind of like, yeah. what? Why do you even know this? Like, what's going on? It's, it's, it's weird. The funny thing about that was that I originally went to Toronto um, and I was trying to explain to someone why New York is so unique. Because in New York, you don't have to work at hot. You don't have to work at power. You don't have to mm-hmm. work at serious to get opportunities if you work for them yeah you know you could be in the same room with these people with people who work for those um, organizations or people who really are like the top boss sure you could be in a show and be side by side by them because you know it's it's all one sure yeah it's all you need so of course they're going to be checking out what you yeah it's scary i'm not gonna lie it's something to get used to in general when you're when it's weird is it's weird. I could go with that. I could. Go, I could, I could <laughs> live with that. It's weird. <laughs> I could live with that. Okay, so I spent NYC. You have that now. All that is lumped under a lot of money, house mm-hmm. entertainment. Cool. Okay, so let me rewind for one second. Sure. I was talking to Ace Clark. Shout out to Ace Clark, and he told me one thing that I. Got. I laughed at, but I started, I was like, you know, I'm going to start asking everybody this. Sure. Cool. So he said to me that all media personalities originally started out as like part-time rappers. Was that like your beginning as well? Hilarious. That is so (laughs) funny. I actually did want to be a rapper, but that's when I was a kid. That's when um, Little Bow Wow and such was out. I wanted to be a rapper and I quickly decided that I like seeing other people rap and telling people what to do okay okay to be honest with you the bossy part yeah boom (laughs) that's the bossy part that's the bossy part but that is hilarious because it's the truth okay it's the truth so you know um you manage artists as well yeah i have a label a lot of money house entertainment is a um label we have two artists under it king uh karma and ysa okay so managing artists what do you think is the hardest part of that job right now um it's like babysitting adults to be honest it's like uh with kids you kind of could like tell them what to do and they more or less listen with adults you know they have their own opinions they have their own lives etc cetera, etc cetera. but there's certain protocols that you have to reach in order for certain things to happen so that's pretty much it 
really I feel like I have to repeat myself over and over and over again mm-hmm. and probably money yeah because majority of the stuff I put the money into I just would like them just to rap and do whatever they do so that's probably one or two of the stuff that kind of sucks <laughs> babysitting but well, okay so now what's the most gratifying aspect seeing them perform we just had a um, show yesterday uh, mm-hmm. one of my clients uh, Cash Sinatra he's mm-hmm. not under a lot of money house entertainment yeah. but he did hire I Spent NYC to do his concert mm-hmm. at Black Bear mm-hmm. it was successful by the way we had Chris Casanova we had quality we had a lot of dope people on that and they performed yesterday and just seeing the crowd just bumping to it it's just like oh, this is great that's what's up um chloe um hosted that right she did that's what's up she did actually that. shout out to clever chloe uh all right so so now we start we're starting to build this picture mm-hmm. of of who you are it's like this the the circle is getting bigger makes sense the circle is getting bigger now <laughs> all right so let's talk about the scene in new york for a second now every time like i ask people this question and whether it's noticeable or not, a lot of people like kind of like sigh when I ask about the scene in New York. Um, but what are your th- quick thoughts on the pulse of the culture here in New York City? The pulse of the culture in New York City, I would like to say, is very. I'm gonna get you before you get me. Mm. It is like outside looking in. You know, it seems very colorful outside looking in it seems very colorful and you know people are just like so mesmerized by certain uh things that are happening you know certain brands that are popping like your painting poetry so your eyes mm-hmm. paint yc's or whatever which is great mm-hmm. and um there are other brands out there that's doing amazing things but in the underlining even when it comes down to the artists or whatever it's just a really a dog eat dog situation and you have to really have some tough skin for that so it's it's interesting. In comparison to like places like uh, Atlanta or a places I've like been there in Texas, I did like, a show there. Yeah, like in Dallas or in Houston or even out west in Cali, where you see artists more so um, aligning with each other mm-hmm. and really showing support. Even even if it means having that person stand at your shoulders for a little while, you know, do you feel like we're gonna get to a place? where New York understands that we need to do a little more of that? No, because um, this is something that I've been speaking to with a lot of people, actually. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of the I Spent NYC thing. Mm-hmm. I could have just said a lot of Money House Entertainment shows, yeah. right? Yeah. But I Spent NYC, I did that on purpose. There's a reason. Even when you see the logo, um, you see the city line mm-hmm. on the logo and such. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I did that because no matter what, there's still a culture that needs to be pushed, mm-hmm. which is the NYC culture that yeah. people are, are losing. Yeah. So the way that it's moving, I think that it's where the light is not being shined on New York so much that people are so thirsty to be the first one mm-hmm. that it's kind of like, it's kind of ruining it. It's like, yeah. let's just, just do what we're supposed to be yeah. doing. We don't need to go this route. So it's interesting actually. You know, I told someone, shout out to Chris Kobacetic, matter of fact, I told Kobacetic, I said, you know, it would be interesting to see, you know, maybe 18 months or so from now, how or where we are as a, as a culture, where we are in New York City, because there are a lot, there's a lot of talent here. 
a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent. Like, I've been to other cities. I, I you know, I have, uh, shout out to the Indie Creative Network. You know, I have access to a lot of different cities and their sounds. And, you know, some of it sounds like New York, some of it doesn't, and then vice versa. Some of our sounds sounds like theirs. We're in a place where a lot of the sounds are blending necessarily, right. and, that's, and that's a good thing. In my yeah. Life, you know? But when it comes to those artists from those cities rising, you will hear about these artists on the rise, and you hear them on their stations in their cities, whatever, and you won't necessarily hear them here. Thankfully, we have this, um, I guess you want to call it, we have like our own media, our own underground media. Uh, yeah, it's where, heavy. Yeah, where we where we push a lot of these artists. Oh, up, yeah. But at the same time, it's not the same as elsewhere. Uh Honestly, I think that um, we just need to be realistic. I think that's hip-hop in general. Because I feel like uh, calling yourself a rapper now is like introducing yourself. Okay. Everyone is kind of like a rapper now. And it's like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? And under the I Spend YC brand, we probably, I want to say, worked with about a thousand or more artists. Wow. Definitely. As far as interviewing them as far as ciphers as far as shows or whatever whatever the situation might be that's not even the point the point is that i see that it's a trend thing to be a rapper and mm-hmm. it's like that's not really what you want to do then i see certain people who actually care about the craft and they're not getting that much love it's the most weirdest mm-hmm. thing in the world it's like if you're popular enough and you have like a super dope trap beat you're able to um bring out a crowd boom you're a rapper now and it's yeah. like no yeah no hell no what is this <laughs> it's weird seriously god you know i you gotta love new york he's gotta love new york you know of course i find my i find that right now you know i do i do listen to a lot of indie artists um i do listen a lot to a lot of new york artists you know a lot of Good. them featured on anchor radio show Good. um Dot dot dot. Let's just go with that. Just dot it's, dot dot. It's um. They, I have a lot of opinions on what should be done, but eh, who am I, right? I just think that we need to definitely have some kind of alliance first and foremost, mm-hmm. and just. I see a lot of artists saying, "Well, I'm not really trying to put New York on, though. I'm just trying to put myself on." And with that mentality, you already lost. Yeah. You already lost because your whole you're not even taking pride of your city anymore. Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah, F that. I'm just trying to do me. And it's just like, oh, gosh, <laughs> you know, but I, I, I want to see it do better. Me too. Me too. We're 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 all very aware. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of disconnect mm-hmm. in the new underground New York scene or just the New York scene in general. So I would love to see it do better. But, all right. So I'm putting you on a little bit on the spot here for a second. Sure. Um, can you give me three artists that you listen to on a regular basis that are from New York? Uh, besides my own artists? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Kinda... <laughs> besides why I say King Carver, let's see. Um, I definitely like IOD. Mm-hmm. I really like IOD, actually. He's, he's dope. Um, I like Mad Wiz. Okay. I love Mad Wiz. Um, uh... I'm trying to think because there's a lot of people I listen to, but you're only giving me three. So this is not my tops or my bottoms or whatever, guys. I'm going to get mad. So don't get upset. This is just me thinking very quickly. I like the... the I also like Controverse. Okay. Controverse is dope. 
he's definitely gonna uh, change the scene. He's he's super cool. I like yeah. him. Wavy. All right. Now I always like to ask that because New York is a big city. You know, you can know only but so many artists. So I'm gonna go and look for those artists and find them, and you know, try and get them on the show and make sure. Yeah, we push I could connect you with all three of them. Definitely, just sit down and try and push them all as much as we possibly can. You know, there's so. I mean, I, so I haven't, I haven't sat down and spoke to a thousand artists. I probably did like a hundred and change. That's a lot. In the, yeah, I mean, no, it's a, it is a lot. You're right. Let's be serious. <laughs> it, is, it is a that's lot. That's a lot. But that, that's that's what I want to show. Like, there's so much talent here that, like, you can. That's you, a lot. You've seen a, you've seen a thousand artists. Definitely. A thousand. Like Definitely. That. Definitely. I had, and the thing is, I lost track. It's just me going back to videos or. People hitting me up talking about, yo, Banks, um, I'm proud of you with the I Spend YC thing. Don't you remember when I did your show? And I'm, I legit don't remember. And it's just yeah. like, damn, we've really been working with a lot of people. So that's crazy. That's it's insane, actually. That's what's up. All right. So uh, you had a you had a morning ra- you had a morning radio show. Yeah, and it did amazing. All right. So explain to me how you had a morning radio show. Uh, basically, Kiara, she was supposed to be with us today, but, you know, um, she wasn't able to make it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kiara was actually the assistant of someone at Extreme. Okay. And they offered her a show. Mm-hmm. We were thinking about different concepts, and she was just like, yo, let's do something called Let's Struggle AM, and I want you to be a uh, host. And I was yeah. like, me? Yeah. I guess because I talk shit all the time. <laughs> and... <laughs> And it did well. People loved listening to it. People mm-hmm. called in. It was, I wasn't expecting it to do that well. Yeah. But it did great. So that's um, good. I mean, because I remember, I remember um, seeing it and I was like, damn, like, how are they doing a more, how are they doing a morning show? But then I thought I was like, yo, that's so innovative because there aren't too many morning, there aren't too many indie morning shows. No, right because everyone's listening to your typical uh, morning. There's one morning show everyone listens to, which is the, uh, breakfast club yep. which i love yeah i love the breakfast club. i think they're freaking hilarious yeah. but you know i got stuff to say too so hey so podcasts are blowing up right now um you're obviously on a podcast right now as well yeah um we're gonna see a podcast soon from you definitely that's hey. something that um we're working on because mm-hmm. it just makes sense and on top of that with the timing my time is, is becoming very 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 condensed yeah. like i don't i can't i don't know if i could be loyal to a radio station and yeah. i don't want to be a douchebag and be like oh i can't make it today they're like oh this she's a bitch yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't need all of that yeah, so we could i could do like 10 interviews in one day mm-hmm. and we could let it out whatever the heck we want to let exactly. it out <laughs> exactly so you should definitely you would definitely see a podcast and actually um we're bringing back some of our interview platforms as well hey, perfect perfect yeah. all right so Let's let's. I got some of the. I got some of these questions out now. Now we can get into the to the more juicy stuff. Yeah, so, you like juicy. <laughs> let's talk about the road traveled. Everyone has like a path to hip hop, and everyone has a path to entrepreneurship. So talk to me about some of the tougher times that you've had to deal with along this 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 hip hop entrepreneurial path. Um. Having people listen to me, mm-hmm. that's one. Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear you at all. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, at yeah. least, that was an issue. Um, being a female, I feel like, is always going to play a part because hip-hop is a man world, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really 
see i don't really sit down and have meetings with women i don't really sit down and have interviews with women which is very interesting <laughs> i don't really see them that much mm. um being a woman, I think being a woman, I think is the one because a lot of people, uh, if you pay attention to the Instagram or the I Spend YC brand, no one really knows who's behind it. They just yeah. know it's something lit. It's like yeah. oh, we're just gonna be involved. Yeah. But when they come to a show and they're asking questions, they're like, "Oh, can I speak to the owner of I Spend YC?" And I'm just like, "Hey,", hey. <laughs> and they're like, "What? I thought it was a guy." I, I guess or when they will call me because I put my emails in the uh, I put my number on the emails mm -hmm. I'm like oh hello they're like oh this a girl I'm like why in your mind you auto you didn't see any pictures or anything but you automatically in your mind you think it's a guy that yeah, owns it so it's yeah. a weird situation with that alright so I had I had this, this I had this, these questions kind of like back in the back end of the interview but I'm gonna kind of just kick them forward real quick so okay. first let's go back to what you said about not seeing that many women in hip hop, right? I see that as a problem. I do too. Now, I'm not gonna say that I don't see women in hip hop. I do see a lot. Well, I won't, I won't say a lot. Yeah, let, I don't. I do see a a number. Mm -hmm. It is not a big number, <laughs> but it is definitely a number. I wouldn't. I don't want to call it small, but there definitely is a number of women in hip hop. And maybe that's just me because, like, I have a problem working with men. I don't really like to work with men that often. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, I am aware that there there could be so much more women in. Yeah. Right. What do you think is the underlying issues to why women don't have more prevalent um, positions in the hip hop industry? Because women are supposed to be sex figures. It's simple. Right, mm -hmm. when you um when you go to an office or you're looking to get signed, you're not looking to get signed by a female. You're looking to get signed by a dude, and whoever is being signed is either a guy or a female who they're gonna sex up, prop up, and sell sex. Mm -hmm. Sex sells, and it's a fact. So when you think of women, automatically you think sex. You don't think even sex with women is pitched to men and it's pitched to women. Mm -hmm. It is. It so is. it's like. If you're thinking about sex, automatically you're thinking, I'm going to use a woman to do that. So that's really what it is. It's like uh, you're supposed to be in front of the camera. I mean, even in the even in the indie scene where, you know, we're the for, we're like we're the forefront mm -hmm. where like there's no, you know, at least definitely starting when you're starting out. There isn't a uh, you know massive machine behind mm -hmm. you trying to craft this image for people to sell. Sure. It's just you're selling yourself. So how why is it that even in this industry that we can't we don't see more women? Because I think the indie industry is a reflection of the majors. If you don't see it, you don't believe it. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. That's what I think at least. If you don't if I don't get to see uh female label owner or a female this or female that i don't think that's an option for me but i could see a female rapper so i'm gonna just go that route and i'm gonna try to wear tight clothes in order to make sure guys are listening mm, okay i understand i understand it's unfortunate oh it's very unfortunate it is one of the rare cases i want i'm not even sure if i want to call it rare it's one of the cases where hip-hop reflects society like hip hop has done a relatively decent job of ignoring society to an extent, you know. Mm -hmm. I I think that 
even for a while, our artists weren't even talking about things that reflected in society. I mean, hell, like, let's say 20, 2004 to 2000 and what, 11? All right, what, what were artists really talking about? Money, car, Money, cars, liquor. liquor. No, I mean, you still, you, you still see that now. Yeah. I mean, adding pills. But you still see, <laughs> definitely. You see, you definitely see that now. And syrup. Yes. But there's art, uh, other artists, and I don't want to just name Kendrick and Cole, but there are other artists like those that are more conscious that actually do have a platform to speak. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, when it comes back to women, we don't see women execs like that. We don't see women hosts unless she's super sexy. Yeah. You know? Do you think we can get to a point where we overcome that? Yeah. Because um, I could name a few female um, females to look out for. Kiara, not only because she's a part of my company, she's definitely an innovative person. Mm -hmm. That's why she's even a part of the company, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's interesting within itself because there's this stigma that women can't work with each other. Yeah. So when they ask who's a part of the company and they see it's another female, it throws people very off. Mm -hmm. Well, when they see me and it's a female, it throws people off to begin with. Yeah. But when they see another female as a part of the company, they're like, wait, what? (laughs) They're not arguing? They're not being catty? And it's like, yeah, no. Um, there's Gnosis. She's actually a rapper. I don't know if you heard of her. Mm-hmm. She's also a producer as well. I, I heard of her through Upcoming um, Hip Hop. Yeah, she's a um, producer as well. So that's mm-hmm. innovative within itself because you don't really see that many female um, producers. Crystal Kane's another one. Um, yeah? Yeah, another female, another female rapper and producer. Nice. Yeah. I love it. 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 Um, those are the people I could think of offhand mm-hmm. uh, but you're right there's not that many because I don't bump into them mm. I don't bump into them alright so talk to me we're gonna we're gonna use two two keywords here that have um, definitely been prevalent and pushed to the, um, to the forefront in 2015 and carried over into 2016 as well um, but misogyny and homophobia and hip hop right? oh yes so Yes. As a woman. Yes. How do you how do you exist on knowing that misogyny and homophobia are basically staples in in um, culture? Um now that you asked that, I want to give a shout out to Meek Jaffe. She actually has a show as well. Mm-hmm. And she does a lot of executive work as well. She's dope. Dope, dope. And she's a female, and she's also part of the LGBT community as well. So automatically, mm-hmm. I thought of her. So mm-hmm. shout out to her and being a female. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, it's interesting. It's like, you know, sometimes, to me, I wonder if this is uh, industry that I even want to be promoting because I know what they promote. I know mm-hmm. what it is. I know I'm not stupid, but I also think there has to be certain people that are in certain uh, point areas to change that. Okay. Right. So when you go to an aspect NYC or this or that, and you have any kind of um, thoughts about females or gays or homosexuals or lesbians, you kind of have to either not do the show mm-hmm. Or figure out how to not perform that song. Yeah. Automatically. Mm. Because 
I'm both. Yeah. We don't have time for all that. Mm-hmm. Right? There's people who um I've vowed to not work with because of certain things that I've seen on Facebook. Mm, you okay. can't um you can't say you're supporting the I spit movement or banks you mad dope like yo blah 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 and then you turn around and I'm seeing a post about yo kill all fags or mm. this that that's a lot. Mm. So, you know, at least on my end I do the due diligence to not work with certain people or whatever. I mean, I can't police everybody. Uh, yeah. But it's definitely tough. Mm-hmm. It's definitely tough um being a female first is definitely tough. Being a lesbian is definitely tough. Being um, a more townboyish lesbian because mm-hmm. it's very in your face. It's not like I, I'm wearing a dress and a skirt and people are just like, oh, you know, whatever. We'll bypass it. It's very clear. I'm wearing my hat to the back. I'm mm-hmm. very, I'm calm. I'm relaxed or whatever. Uh, but one thing I don't really do is I don't utilize um, homosexuality as a thing. Really, mm-hmm. okay. It's not like. Hey, this is L. Banks, the bossy, the lesbian girl who has a lot of money, house entertainment. People, yeah. I think, respect the brand for its brand, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think people think that hard about it or that deep about it, but um, I would like to know what they think. That would be a nice dialogue. Definitely, well, yo. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. You know, make sure you tweet. Make sure, well, tweet me because you know she's not. She's not gonna be yeah, on Twitter like that. <laughs> the real, the real wise W I Z E. There is definitely a Z in there. The I real would love wise. to know. Actually, that's actually a very interesting question. So tweet, tweet us, Instagram, Facebook, anyway. Let us know like how. Just any thoughts you have. We definitely. I would love. Actually, yeah. Let's make that a thing. I would love to hear that. Definitely. All right. So, you know, you, you mentioned your sexuality. So let's definitely let's talk about it. Sure. You know, um, was that has that ever been um, has has there ever been a time where you felt like I don't want to do this or you or you've uh, second guessed yourself in hip hop because of your sexuality? No, because I don't think about my sexuality like that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I feel like um I'm just not that person naturally. Like, yeah. you won't see me at, with, like, pride flags and beads. I'm not that girl. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I know I'm a lesbian, but okay. That's not, like, my day-to-day thing. It's not like yeah, I'm walking around yeah. and say, hey, by the way, guys, I'm a lesbian. Just letting you guys know. Yeah. All right, cool. Peace, man. No, that's not my thing. Yeah. That's, I like girls. And they're also very annoying. And that's a very normal part of my life. Yeah. And that's it. I don't think about it. It's like second nature to me mm-hmm. but i do think about hip-hop i do think about pushing the culture forward and i think it's gonna be a interesting journey looking back 10 years from now yeah. and being i guess a female and being openly a lesbian and doing some dope things for hip-hop mm-hmm. could you guys really hate um gays like that if you're supporting certain things yeah Let's rethink and reevaluate our mind frame, guys. Definitely, let's do that. I mean, I that you know when I when I when I look at hip hop, you know, it it is it's unfortunate. It's very it's very unfortunate and it's very stupid, really, because no one really has a reason on why they don't like a certain thing. It's just certain things that are instilled in them. Yeah, and then um, when they meet me in person. It's not even a thing. When I tell you it's not a thing, it's amazing how much of not a thing it is. 
it's just not a thing no one thinks about it nothing yeah. girls act a little weird sometimes they end up liking me some way somehow and it's weird ladies that's awkward <laughs> all right you guys are weirdos i'm for kiki palmer all day every day understand and respect our relationship okay <laughs> all right ladies don't be disrespectful but um <laughs> but um but yes yeah, it's, it's not a thing or at least they don't bring it to my attention they know they're not stupid Tell them. Tell them. No, they're not dumb. Tell them. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk about hip hop retreat week. We're gonna talk yes. about you know um, being on DTF radio, being on yeah. John Jay, and your boy Ether. Uh, Ether. Yes. Yeah. So it's Encore Radio Show. We'll be right back. Video man. <laughs> Coming up on a future episode of the Encore Radio Show. Yo, it's your boy True City man. You're now tuning to the Encore Radio Show. You know what it is. You know what people don't. Like hip hop for me growing up was like rappers told their story. Like, mm-hmm. like right now you can probably tell me what block Nas grew up on. You can tell me, you know what I mean, where he got his, his favorite foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean, like, cause he would tell you what street he got his his dollar pieces. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it was vivid. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like nowadays, man, rappers come out with the car, and I don't know how they got the car. Mm-hmm. Like, they just come in whipping the Ferrari. I'm like what's the story can you t- tell start over you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to know the story so mm-hmm. i felt like um i'm in a position where i feel like it was my first project and i even had i have 200 records all right folks and we're back it's the encore radio show uh make sure you guys follow us on twitter instagram facebook at encore radio show um uh, make sure you guys follow the indie creative network our podcast network um, shout out to all the shows that are on there, especially the show coming up right after mine, Elite Music Radio. Shout out to them. Shout out to DJ Eternity. Shout out to them. Just everybody, everybody. If I missed you, I'm sorry. I, I love y'all all. I really do. I bless y'all. Anyway, so we still here with Banks, L Banks the Bossy. Make sure you guys follow her on social media. Um, L Banks the Bossy, all one word, Instagram and Facebook, L Banks the Bossy. L Banks the Bossy. Yeah. Good. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so. It's you're not just one person. You got a team behind you. A very small, small team. So right, yo, people, people who been out here for mad long <laughs> who don't got nobody believing in them, and you got people behind you. Yeah. So who you? Uh, so shout out, shout out, shout out your team members or whatnot. We have two artists, uh, YSA mm-hmm. and Ken Carmer. They're amazing. Amazing. So you guys should definitely uh, keep in contact with them. You can follow them on Ken Karma Music or Hollywood YSA on social media. And then uh, we have a creative director. She was newly added to the roster, uh, Kiara mm-hmm. Leon. She's dope. She um, was in the blogging scenes for a while. I think she still is, actually, but she's super dope. So get familiar with these people. That's it. That's, That's the only people we have. That's all right, yo. <laughs> team up, team up, team up. All right, so let's talk about Hip Hop Retreat Week. Yes. Now, I saw Hip Hop Retreat Week on my Instagram. I want to say this was like... Um, um, January, February. Definitely. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> the, 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 the setup sounds so dope. It sounds like a master uh, plan. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I, it really, it, you know, I, I think that, um, th- this is exactly what we need right now. So, Boom. So, t- for people who don't know what it is, explain to them, however you can, what it is, 
and don't leave no details out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hip Hop Retreat Week coming August 10th to the 14th, 2016. is actually, uh, the best way to put it is going to be a, Concentr- a week of concentrated networking events shows and education mm-hmm. uh we have over 40 panels we have some dope people in the industry coming to speak to you guys we have maybe 30 to 40 shows happening that week from different curators all throughout the city and this is our attempt to uh bring new york bring some flavor back to new york mm-hmm. And give people a reason to come here because there's a lot of these festivals that's down south. And to me, it didn't make sense that people were paying tickets just to fly out down south to learn about hip hop when hip hop originated from here. So why not utilize the perfect backdrop that we have here in New York City and do something uh, here? And people could actually go to these different blocks and these different neighborhoods and source out this history that we have here. So... (laughs) Like every time I think about hip hop retreat, like my head hurts. I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> okay. It sounds like the world's most planning of all time. Yeah, it's 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 intense. We're still in the um, planning stages now. We still have stages that we're waiting to lock in. We still have sponsors we're waiting to lock in. We still have panelists and speakers we're waiting to lock in, and it's three months away. We still have time, of course, okay. but. Um, point is i feel like we're gonna be planning till the wire because now it's getting more um traction because mm-hmm. people are paying attention to it now uh on instagram we have about eight thousand followers yeah. and it didn't even come out yet mm-hmm. so that's good right only good <laughs> that's good so that's a good thing we have people outside of new york city looking to get involved we have other curators outside of new york city looking to get involved and i feel like the more people are speaking about it the more people are going to be like wait what yeah. what's happening i need to get tickets i need a pass what's happening like, i need to be involved So, you know, this is just the beginning of something that I think will definitely bring some uh, energy back to the city. All right. So how can people get involved? Like, say you want to get into a panel. Like, what do you do? Um, We have a website called hiphopretreatweek.com. You click submit, and then there's going to be a drop box that will say if you're a panelist or if you're a curator, if you're whatever, and you just pick that. Or you could go and send us an email at info at hiphopretreatweek.com. All right, so you got the panels. Sure, yeah. You got the shows. Mm-hmm. What and a lot of speaking engagements. Yes. Yeah. What What type of shows are you trying are you trying to put together for the for the week? Oh, we could give you a couple of the shows that we have to um, that's been really. Mm buzzing okay we have a five thousand dollar competition it's a three-day competition money <laughs> yeah five thousand dollars first place second place a thousand dollars third place five hundred dollars is a three-day competition so that's going to be major a lot of money being given away you know just to go back to the roots of how we started with uh showcases mm-hmm. giving out money so you know we want to keep true to that because a lot of people trust that we'll give them money in our shows uh, we have a uh, LGBT stage that mm-hmm. I think is definitely needed. It's called Color Me Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one things that people would hit me up in my inbox like, Banks, you're killing people out here, son. Like, wow, what is, who does these things? And I feel like uh, I had to do something in hip hop because certain things I feel like wouldn't be tackled properly mm-hmm. if I wasn't me. Mm-hmm. It's the craziest thing I feel. You know, that's 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 important to me because I like when I hear from people, or I hear that 
people's um, the, the the events, the things that they do, the things that they curate is a reflection of themselves. Sure. You know, you know, they're like, I can have as much, I can have as much empathy for the L- LGBT exactly. group more than I can have as much as I want, but I don't understand, you know, for you to step forward and do that and put that at the forefront. Like that's amazing. So yo peep that when I put up the poster, that's something that I'm working closely with uh, Meek Jaffe. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her again. Cause she's very heavy into the whole, like, community i'm not into that uh into the whole lgbt community like that like that like how Mm -hmm. she is and but i'm also a part of the community by default so it is what it is but i do think it's a topic that people are not speaking on so i felt like yeah color me hip-hop even the word even the um title color me hip-hop automatically is like and that's a fire title what is that what you guys hate me. I know. I know, guys. Relax. <laughs> Calm down. All right? And we also have, um, we're looking to make it a stage, but it, it will definitely be a panel, and it's going to be religion and hip-hop. Okay. We're okay. St- I'm starting to see a trend of um, rappers who are speaking about their beliefs, but also in the retrospect, a lot of people see rap as some kind of devil talk. <laughs> so how do you uh, battle being a rapper and also having your beliefs and using that as a vessel to spread the word. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting. We have a lot of dope. It's going to be, dope. that sounds super diverse. It's oh, going to be man. dope. So the 10th to the 14th. 10th to the 14th. My birthday is the 9th, so I'm definitely just rolling Oh yeah, roll, roll up. Rolling it, rolling everything Absolutely. right in. Oh yeah, we'll get you some bottles and such. We got some uh, liquor sponsor. I can't say the name yet until Saturday, but Maybe. we have liquor. So we'll make sure we'll get you nice and uh, right. Hey, we'll there we go. We'll get you nice and right. There we go. Okay, so um, swinging to a more uh, an event that's coming up beforehand, maybe waffles and whiskey. Yeah, waffles and whiskey. So waffles for people who actually follow me for real, for real, and are very familiar with the El Banks the Bossy brand. The other uh, part of me that haven't people haven't really explored yet is cooking, because mm-hmm. I cook and I'm always putting. Um, food on the internet you guys could follow my instagram i finally made one last week it's called <laughs> bitches love to eat nyc so it kind of goes with i don't know if we could be uh, how graphic we could be here you can be as graphic as you want okay so being a lesbian bitches love to eat mm-hmm. and food Double bitches love entendre. to eat yes, I get yes, it. exactly I get it. It, just, I get it. it all makes sense so bitches love to eat nyc so you take it however you want to that's uh, wavy i like that <laughs> you take it however i'm good at i'm good at titles guys i don't need to be a rapper but i could definitely give you an amazing title for shit if, if they pay people for stuff like that i will make a lot of money i'm with that but um so, so yeah. when is that that actually will be during Hip Hop Retreat Week. We'll be debuting oh. it August 14th. Yeah. The last day. Yeah. We're going to um, have a lot of gourmet waffles, uh, two-hour open bar, whiskey mm-hmm. and mimosas. It's going to be amazing. We're going to get people drunk. That's what's up. No, I'm here for that. It's going to be brunch. We're going to get drunk, guys. We're going to enjoy <laughs> ourselves. So, Seriously. The crazy part was that I was supposed to be going away to Barbados during that time period, but I'm not anymore. I'm not going to November because it's going to be our 50th anniversary. Shout okay. out to Barbados. But- oh, thank you for letting me know that because clearly, if you guys don't know, I do still sell flags right there on Jamaica Avenue in Queens, right <laughs> off the train. So I'm going to get extra Barbados flags. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Now thank that you. I know that. So I now. 
yes, the universe. <laughs> now I know what to now I know what to pile up in my uh, inventory. Here's here's the. Uh, I'm definitely I'm, gonna, I'm definitely gonna follow that. Yeah, definitely you can take a look. Back. It's a lot of food. There should be more, but you know. Yo, listen, hey, everybody got to start somewhere, and bitches love to eat. Yo, that's bitches love to eat NYC. And guess what? If you tell, let me tell you how crazy this is. So, bitches love to eat is actually the abbreviation is BLTE. So, bacon, lettuce, tomato, and eggs. <laughs> how did you do that? Um, I have probably too much time in my hands. <laughs> 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 I'm very followed. Yeah, it's 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 cool stuff. So, BLTE is the, you. There's so many ways you could go with it. It's up to you. But oh man, all right, all right. So <laughs> we <laughs> so so uh so you That's were on funny. you were on um extreme um but now you're on DTF and John Jay. Yeah. So um DTF like you we talked about it being sporadic. What do you do over at DTF? Oh, radio show. Um, it's called the Circuit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tubbs. We actually had I threw an event for one of my clients. Uh ago mm-hmm. a month ago and he was actually one of the co-hosts so it was one of the clients requests that he host alongside with me yeah. so i didn't know the guy was in the in the audience so i had to keep the show going so i just you know hosted it myself yeah and then when it was like a pause he came out he was just like yo you are good like this is good shit like i have this radio show and i want you to be a part of it i'm like wait what (laughs) and um of course i can't promise my time too much but Mm -hmm. um we did our first show with money and violence two weeks ago that was good and um so you guys should see me there more frequently definitely should be fun and we have john jay Yo, I have to, I have to get on Money and Violence, yo. I have title. Shout out, shout out to Jay. Yo, Jay. Every single episode for let's like, let's like, out of all episodes we've done in season four so far, I think I've mentioned title in all of them. I need that sponsorship, son. Can I at least get like another, another three months free? I've been paying y'all to see Jay. Come on, man. Don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah, no, I, I have, I have to get on Money and Violence. I haven't been on it yet. I haven't watched any of the season. I think I watched like one episode. The only reason why I even know about it is because last year when we did Let's Struggle AM at Extreme, Uh they came to do an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had no clue what it was about. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to look stupid. You know, you got to do your research. So I had to watch all of it. And I was just like, damn, this is good shit. The the video quality was trash. But now it improved a zillion times. I heard the, yeah, I heard the video quality improved, but it made the acting look even worse than it did in the season one. Oh yeah, the acting is not that fantastic, but you know, they could. I don't know. I don't work <laughs> with them. <laughs> they could, but I, but I could see where they're going, and um, is a cast full of men, which is interesting because usually on TV there's like a balance with women and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's like all the guys are like. It's very uh, testosterone and very... Yeah. Uh, That's probably why I haven't watched it. That probably is it. it. And there's a lot of killing and stuff. It, it's a it's an acquired taste. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. And then you're at John Jay. And the yeah. John Jay... What's the name of the show you do? Yeah, we Jay? do La Struggle AM too because okay, okay. it's from 11 to 1 p.m. So mm-hmm. it's still in the, I guess, in the AM. AM-ish. AM-ish. That's yeah. for the people who can't really wake up. And they just, you know, wake up at 11 and catches our show. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that should um, that should be back up and running probably August or September because school is out now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as far as the podcast, definitely In Banks We Trust should be coming out soon. 
Yeah. You want these names? I'm loving them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if somebody needs to pay me for these things, because I am good at making names. I am great at making names. For real. Um, okay, so I know you got to get out of here. So let's talk about 2016. Um, you know, you have all these things going on. Sure. Right? How do you think you're gonna? How do you? How do you think your fourth quarter's gonna end? Mm, to be honest with you, the route that I see. We will be getting, it will be, even though to some, I guess, I spend YC is like a staple thing here in New York. It is, it is. Um, I still feel like we could get a way bigger reach, mm-hmm. I feel, personally. But I guess, um, you know, you're your own our worst yeah, critic. Yeah, you definitely are. So, to me, it's kind of like, nah, we could do way better. But I think um, you guys will definitely see more reach because... We are branching out to your I spit LAs, I spit ATLs, because those are a lot of um, requests that we've been getting from our followers. Yeah. You know, not everybody could come to New York City. So a lot of people are just like, why are you not coming to Philly? Why are you not coming to here? But, you know, there's a lot of things we got to set up before we do that. So mm-hmm. you'll definitely will see more expansion with the I spit brand. A blog will definitely be coming out. Our interview platforms, we're bringing back. Our cipher platforms, we're bringing back. There's a lot of things we're bringing back to go back to the essence of our spit. Mm-hmm. We just don't want people to think of it as a showcase because we did start doing interviews in cipher. So we want to bring that culture back to our spit. Well, look, I want to thank you for coming here. Like honestly, <clears throat> I learned a lot. Yay! I also got inspired. At the same time. Really? To what? Yeah, Make some cool. waffles? <laughs> Yo, you know what? I had this waffle maker right there in that kitchen. Really? Gonna go, okay. I'm going gonna, gonna to go and chef it up real quick. <laughs> chef Wisely out here. Oh, uh, man. So L, L Banks, the bossy on Instagram. L Banks, the bossy on Facebook. Sure, I yeah. I spent NYC. It's, I spent NYC. Yep. I spent NYC. Yep. Twitter, Instagram. Everything. Yo. I spent NYC. Make sure NYC. y'all follow. Make sure y'all listen. Make sure y'all shout her out. Make sure y'all. Yo, hashtag yeah. come out to HHRF. H H R W. He's thinking about the waffles, guys. I am. You know, <laughs> my mind is like all the way off. Yeah, but H H R W. Yeah, August H-R-W. 10 to August 14. Super huge. Major. I gotta, I gotta, get, I gotta get you on the PLC report. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna focus on that. That's another podcast I do. So. Let's. Yo, wherever you need me, I'm there because Hip Hop Retreat Week is gonna be dope. I want to spread the word. I need people like you guys helping us do that because. I can't talk by myself. And we need people like you. To, then this is going to be a perfect marriage with hopefully waffles. <laughs> Let's do it. I have hosted the Encore Radio Show and we out. All right. Peace, guys. Thank you for having me. The Encore Radio Show podcast is an indie creative network production. Executively produced by Chris Copesetic.